I'm sure that everyone is online and excited about this call. Uh, as I said, I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am about this phone call. I have been praying today and meditating, and, well, you're so important to me. And what I have to share is so vitally important. So take out a pen, piece of paper, something to jot some notes down. Get out your laptop if you enjoy taking notes that way. This is a victory week. We've been believing God for some great things in ministry, calling in some finances for some projects we're doing with children and young people and some young adults in our college. And we're, we're believing God for great victory. In fact, we're about that at the end of the call uh, about your seed and how you can sow that into Purpose International and help us in touching thousands of lives, hundreds of thousands of lives around the world. I want to talk to you about today, if you'll just jot things, a few things down today, I'm going to talk to you about an opportunity. Not a specific opportunity, but I want to talk to you about the word opportunity. Because your seed is anything that can multiply and grow. You know that. Your seed is anything that can multiply and grow. For instance, listening is the seed for learning. By listening on this call today, you're sowing the seed of listening that you might reap learning. Knowledge is the seed for change. Knowledge is the seed for change. I can't change what's in my hand till I change what's in my head. Battle is the seed for territory. Whenever there's territory that has to be won, there is going to be a battle. Uh, a seed uh, takes place for the, the battle, for the field, for whatever you're trying to con conquer. Here's a great one. Conversation is the seed for understanding. Conversation. You know, when you get two parties that are far apart, they will bring in someone to reconcile. They will bring in a mediator. What they're trying to do is to bring about understanding, and where does it begin? In the seed of conversation. Do you know that solving a problem for another is the seed for favor? You're wondering how to bring favor into your life? Solving a problem for another is a seed for favor. And serving is a seed. We'll talk about that. But let me just have you write this down. In bold letters, write this down. Opportunity is the seed for an experience. Opportunity is the seed for an experience. God packages everything in an opportunity. If you fail, it's because you failed to see an opportunity. God gave Nineveh an opportunity to repent. You remember that story? There was an opportunity for them to repent. The thief that hung next to Jesus sees an opportunity and through one sentence accesses the mercy of God. Accesses the mercy of God. He sees the opportunity. Opportunity is all through the Bible. The Ethiopian leader over in Acts 8 was riding in a chariot, seizes the opportunity by having Philip ride with him. What was the result? 90% of Ethiopia comes to Christ. I'm telling you, there are some powerful opportunities, and there are very, very powerful opportunities that we have got to uh, make sure that we do not miss in our life. There are some golden opportunities that you cannot ignore. Now, these are irreplaceable truths. 
And I'm going to share a few of them with you today. I might share four, five, six, depending on the time. But I want you to write these down because I can't change what's in your hand until we change what's in your head. Your thinking is so important. And the Word of God is filled with men and women who saw and seized the opportunity. Right there where you're at, just say, seize the opportunity. That's right, right out loud. Just say, seize the opportunity. Because the only thing God ever promised to you was an opportunity. Psalm 119, verse 18 is one of my favorites. It says, simply says, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes to the opportunity. Now, here are some golden opportunities you must not ignore. Let me give you the first one. The opportunity for servanthood. The opportunity for servanthood. When you solve a problem, you schedule a harvest, a reward, into your life. It's a universal law. Servanthood is seed to another. Serving another. When you solve a problem for somebody else, you begin to schedule a harvest or a reward in your life. Your reaction to a problem will reveal the heart of a servant. How you react when you hear a problem. Three people can be standing in the same room. All three can hear the same problem. One will contemplate it. The other one will say it's too big of a task and walk away. The third one will respond, react, and resolve the problem. And that's the heart of a servant. That's a, they're not waiting to be told what to, they respond. One of the most outstanding signs of servanthood is Rebecca. Abraham sends his trusted servant, Eleazar, to search for a wife for his son Isaac. And she, and she had to be a woman that was comfortable with wealth and comfortable with order and comfortable with protocol. I mean, if you're, you're a single woman and you're listening today, you need to understand that there are opportunities that come your way. Do not disqualify yourself. Do not let previous pains or hurts or low self-esteem or issues eradicate the opportunity to serve. Rebecca proved favor and servanthood because Eliezer did not know how to select a, 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 a wife or his master. How was he going to find Isaac's wife? So he prayed and he asked God to show him favor in finding Isaac's wife, and he asked for two acts of servanthood. Didn't judge her on her looks. Didn't he said, let her react to me and serve me because I'm the old man, and let her respond and water my camels. Well, you know the story. The rest is history. The rest is history. Because Rebecca had a servant's heart. Why was Joseph trusted with the wealth of Potiphar's house? Servanthood. Elisha washed the hands and served Elijah for 22 years. There is an opportunity to serve in your environment. Have you found it? There's an opportunity. What is the level of your servanthood? Do you complete what you start? How do you respond to criticism? Have you made up your mind to serve with excellence? Oh, that's a great question. Have you made up your mind to serve with excellence? Rebecca didn't negotiate. She 
freely served, and she was greatly rewarded. Opportunity is an invitation to an experience. Opportunity is an invitation to an experience. The second opportunity that you must not ignore is the opportunity to learn from a qualified mentor. An uncommon future requires an uncommon teacher. I want to say that again. An uncommon future requires an uncommon teacher or a mentor. An uncommon success can only come through uncommon wisdom. So who do you learn from? Who are you pursuing? Because the proof is in the pursuit. The proof is always in the pursuit. If I know who you are learning from or who is influencing you, I can predict your decisions. And if I know your decisions, I certainly will know your future. (laughs) Oh, let me just tell you, do not ignore the opportunity to learn from a qualified mentor. I wrote in my book, Discovering the Power of Purpose, one of my first mentors was a very tall lady. She just passed away a couple of years ago. I found out two weeks ago. She just recently passed away. She was my fifth grade teacher. Her name was Mrs. Shaner. I didn't, I didn't want to just learn Mrs. Shaner's lessons. I wanted to learn about her life. She was the most interesting, intriguing person I had ever met up until that point in my life. I remember we played the other fifth grade in softball, and I'm telling you, they whooped us. I think, I think it was a humiliating loss, something 20-something to nothing or something like that. It was, it was awful. Recess was over. We walked back into the classroom, got our books out. Mrs. Shaner came to the front and said, put your books away. Grab your gloves. Grab the bats. We're going back out to the field. And she proceeded to hit ground balls to us. She began to coach us. She began to i would never met anyone like this in my life. She was one of the most powerful persons I had ever met. You see, if I know your decisions, I can predict your future. Do you, do you have purposed hearing? An opportunity, you need to, have a, to, to not ignore an opportunity to hear good counsel to hear a voice, to hear wisdom. And if you are a mentor, all you owe people is an opportunity. This has been the hardest lesson I've learned in 35 years of serving and working and ministering and all the things I do. The hardest lesson I've learned is that all I owe people is an opportunity to learn. I have people contact me all week long. Man, if I could just spend a half hour with you. Well, here's the phone number. Every Sunday and then sometimes during the week, I have other opportunities, and then I do mentoring weekends at my home every now and again, and then wherever I speak, I publish it, and you know what? I don't, I don't see them, and I don't hear from them. That's all you owe people is an opportunity to learn. I mean, they, they, the proof is in the pursuit. And, and you cannot miss an opportunity to learn from a qualified mentor. You have to pursue it. You have to pursue it. The third, the third golden opportunity that you cannot ignore is the opportunity to recover from a mistake. 
the gospel, the Bible, is a recovery system. You don't have to read very far in the, into the Old Testament and see that the Bible is all about repentance and recovery. And God will give you an opportunity to say, I'm sorry. And do not overlook the opportunity to recover from a mistake. You're not called to carry a mistake all the days of your life. You, you can't carry the pain of yesterday into your tomorrow. You weren't created to carry yesterday and today at the same time. It's impossible. Zacchaeus had wronged everybody in town, but only after one meal with Jesus, he had the opportunity to recover from all of his failures and all of his mistakes. And not only did he make it right, he made it right fourfold, the Bible says. See, the words I'm sorry don't eliminate the pain of your mistake. When you make a mistake, make it right. Face it. Go to the person. Ask them, what can I do to make this right? The proof of repentance. And remember, God packages everything in life in an opportunity. Opportunity is an experience to serve. Opportunity is an experience to learn and to recover from your mistakes. The fourth one I'm going to share with you is the opportunity to show honor, to show honor. I can trace every success or failure by who you've chosen to honor or dishonor. There are ten commandments that are given to us, and I, I know that all the commandments and, and all the teachings and all of all the prophets are hung on these two commandments, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. But if we look at these ten commandments, the first four, honor God, and the last six are about honoring people. The first four are about honoring God, and the last six are about honoring people. We are told if we honor our mother or our father, our parents, we are blessed with longevity of life. My father is turning 84 on his next birthday, which is just around the corner. I just saw him last week. He's, he, he, he slowed down some at 84, but he still cuts his grass. He still removes the snow. He still likes to paint the steps and the railings and around his house. And what was etched in my mind as a little boy was that he never missed an opportunity to walk to his mother's house and sit and talk with her. He honored her on every holiday, every birthday, every special event. His father passed on when he was much younger. His mother lived, lived quite, quite a long time. And he lived a life honoring his mother. And my dad's living a long life. I plan to live a long life. That's why I pick up my phone and I honor my dad and I call him. And I know, I know his schedule and I know when I can reach him. And I know when he's home and I know when he gets in his truck and he's long gone. But I honor my dad. Because one of the opportunities you cannot ignore is to show honor. You call and tell your pastor, Pastor, I love you, but you never show up. Do you miss weeks at a time? It's all about honor. You see, we've got to get past flesh and blood, just seeing flesh, and see the office of the pastor. We've got to see the office of the apostle. We've got to see the role of the spiritual father, the mentor, the life coach. Proverbs 3 and Malachi 3 are all about honor. Our tithe is for us to show honor to God. How, how, can, how can God see any honor from us 
outside of what we do with our lips, and so many people do that in church. So many people say, well, praise the Lord, let's sing this song, let's sing this hymn, let's worship the Lord. Many people do that. You know, God does not need your tithe, but your tithe is the only picture that God has of your honor. I need to say that again. God does not need your tithe, but when you tithe up in honoring God, he said bring the tithe and the, and the offering into the storehouse. That, that's his word. When you tithe, it's the only picture God has of your honor to him. Can I give you just one more? Can I give, well, maybe I can just give you a couple more. Don't miss an opportunity to believe the word of a man of God. Don't, don't ignore the opportunity to believe a word from a man of God. I have given folks words that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. They are divine words from God. I, I wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't presupposed to me. Didn't even know the person. And they will look smack dab right in your eyes. So I'll pray about that. Well, you you just do that. If the widow of Zarephath had been praying when the prophet showed up and said, I'm just going to pray about this instead of obeying what the prophet told her to do, she would have died. She would have died. But she responded to the prophet's word there at Zarephath. Let me give you one last opportunity. The opportunity to partner with God on earth. Can I tell you that I personally, and through our ministry that many of you are a part of, we are well connected in partnering with God all over this world. There are ministers and ministries doing things right now that we have taken the seed that has come into Purpose International, the seeds that have come into Covenant Reconciliation Network. We have replanted those seeds into missions works, into men of God, into women of God, into helping people, into helping children. Because I, I don't believe in duplication of efforts. If someone is doing it where I want to go and they're doing it better, I'm going to get behind them and cheer. Because I will never miss an opportunity to partner with God on earth. I don't want you to ever miss an opportunity to partner with God on earth. That's why when I close these teaching sessions, I give you an opportunity. I give you an opportunity to join and, and have the experience. What is an opportunity? It's a seed for an experience. What you make happen for others, God makes happen for you. God packages everything in an opportunity. Just like I said earlier at the beginning of the call, listening is the seed for learning. That's what you're doing right now. Knowledge is the seed for change. Conversation is the seed for understanding. Solving a problem is a seed for favor. Solving a problem for another is the seed of favor. And an opportunity is a seed for an experience. And God packages everything in an opportunity. You never want to miss an opportunity. Don't self-deceive yourself. Don't talk yourself out of the opportunity. When God speaks to you, when God quickens you to go do something for somebody, walk over and put $5 in that person's hand. When God quickens you to, to get some groceries and take it to a family, partner with God. 
It's an opportunity that God's giving to you, and if you don't respond, it's not that that person's going to start. God's going to give the opportunity to someone else because God packages everything in an opportunity. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need to turn your brain off to follow the opportunities of God, and you must be very, very discerning to make sure that voice you hear is of God. But I promise you, the enemy of your soul is not interesting in you benefiting another human being. God is all about opportunity. It is a seed for an experience. And I want you to know that from the time I started walking with the Lord when I was 18, 19 years of age, I knew nothing. And, and I remember sitting in a Christian college thousands of miles from my hometown completely dislocated and disconnected from everything and everyone I knew. Sitting in the chapel, a man stood and said, we are taking a missions trip this summer. This is how much it costs, and we're going to go to these three islands in the Caribbean, Haiti, Dominican Republic, and, 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 and Puerto Rico. And I want you to go with me. This is an opportunity. A bell went off on the inside of me. A, a sound from heaven went off. And here I was struggling to get all my tuition paid, but I heard an opportunity. And I went to the, to the leader, the, the faculty member that was leading the trip. He said, do you play an instrument? I said, no. Do you sing? I said, not that well, but, I, but I'll sing. He said, what do you do? I said, I'm a preacher. He said, we've been praying that God would send us a preacher for the team. He said, you will probably preach two or three times a day. I, I called my home church. I shared with the pastor. They shared with the leadership. Funds came in supernaturally, and I was able to take my first missions trip, my first trip, and, and, and I went and I, I ministered and I preached with an interpreter, and I went to these different countries, and the opportunity was the seed for an experience that I will never forget. I went to the Olympics back in the late 70s, 76, 77. I went to the Olympics in Montreal, Canada with a ministry team. It was an opportunity for a seed for an experience. Whenever you have an opportunity to partner with God, you never want to miss it. It is an opportunity of a lifetime. Father, I thank you this day for every person that's listening and a part of this teaching. I thank you right now by the Spirit of God that you have quickened men and women to dial this number and connect to this man of God today. Father, I, I right now, in the name of Jesus, release an anointing for a fresh boldness and confidence to come upon every man and woman to seize the opportunity to seize the opportunity, whether it's an opportunity of serving, uh, learning, from a, learning from a qualified mentor, whatever the seed is, whatever the opportunity is, showing honor, partnering with God. Father, whatever it is, to recover from a mistake that guilt will no longer keep them under bondage, whatever it is, Father, we thank you for it right now. And as I close this day, Father, I pray that you will touch every person, whoever is having an illness in their body. We take this opportunity to pray healing. Lord, if there's someone that's walked away from where they need to be, we take this opportunity 
to pray that they would get their feet back on the path and walk with God. Not stray to the left or the right, but walk with God. Sickness and disease is far from our midst. Healing is with us. Wholeness is with us. Father, we take the opportunity to pray for that person that's struggling with finances. And we declare in Jesus' name that your finances are in the midst of a turnaround. In Jesus' name. And wealth and riches are coming to your house. Father, thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for connecting with this man of God today, for this mentor's man. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to hear this impartation. It will impact and change your life. Now here's what I'm asking you to do. Take an opportunity to sow a seed. Whatever God speaks to you, $50, $100, whatever that seed is, $1,000, I'm calling in a supernatural miracle between now and, the, and Wednesday as we finish up this month that we can finish some major projects. You can go to my website, drpaulkreitz.com, D-R-Paulkreitz-C-R-I-T-E-S.com, and you can go on there, hit the donation button, contribution button, and you can sew right online, and the finances will hit us. You can, you can, you can mail your seed, your offering to P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee. P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. And just make the check to Purpose International. Make the check to Purpose International. I thank you right now for obeying God. I thank you for, for grasping the opportunity, for seizing this opportunity to partner with God right here on earth and to be a blessing from the Lord. I thank you for being on the call with me today. You are some, one of the most important things in my life. You must know that how I look forward to ministering with you every Sunday evening. If this has been a blessing, shoot me an email. Send me a text message. Let me know what God is doing in your life. And until we're together next Sunday, this is Dr. Paul Kreitz, Bishop Kreitz, or just good old Paul Kreitz telling you, <laughs> I sure do love you. And I love the Lord, and I thank you for believing in me and helping me to preach this gospel around this world. God bless you, and have an incredible, incredible week. God, goodbye, and God bless.